Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. If I stay in faith, well then what is true in the spirit man will become true in the physical realm. Jesus has provided everything. We just have to know how to appropriate it in our own lives, in our heart. When Jesus says it is done, it was done for me too. And now here's Andrew. Hello and welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. I'm Andrew Womack and today I'm going to be sharing with you a teaching that I began on our program yesterday talking about you've already got it. You know, this is one of the most important things that the Lord has shown me and I'm teaching this right after a series that we did that I've entitled Spirit, Soul, and Body. That's the teaching that literally just unlocked my mind and my heart so that I could start understanding the Word of God. And one of the very first applications of that truth is this right here, that God has already done everything. We aren't in the process of asking God to heal us, deliver us, prosper us, do anything. God has already done His part, and what we need to do is learn to receive. Instead of learning how to beg God to do something that He hasn't already done, what we've got to do is believe the good news that it's already done and we've got to receive. And the reason I say that this goes right along with that teaching on spirit, soul, and body, who you are in Christ, is that you can't see what God has done with your physical eyes. You can't see it in the mirror. You can't just search your emotions. It's not in the physical realm. It's in the spiritual realm that God has already done everything BUT WE ARE NOT ONLY A SPIRIT, WE HAVE A PHYSICAL BODY, AND THE SAD FACT IS MOST PEOPLE DO NOT UNDERSTAND THE DYNAMIC OF THE SPIRITUAL MAN THAT'S INSIDE OF US AND THE SPIRITUAL WORLD OUT THERE. THEY ARE JUST LIMITED TO WHAT THEY CAN SEE, TASTE, HEAR, SMELL, AND FEEL. THEY THINK THAT THAT'S ALL THERE IS TO THEM, THAT THAT'S ALL THERE IS TO THIS WORLD. BUT THERE IS AN ENTIRE SPIRITUAL WORLD OUT THERE AND ALSO ONE INSIDE OF US AND IN THE SPIRIT REALM, THIS IS WHAT THAT TEACHING ON SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY DID, GOD HAS ALREADY GIVEN YOU EVERYTHING THAT YOU WILL EVER NEED. YOU DON'T NEED ANYTHING MORE. IT'S NOT A MATTER OF GETTING GOD TO DO SOMETHING. IT'S A MATTER OF LEARNING WHAT HE'S ALREADY DONE AND THEN YOU LEARNING HOW TO RELEASE IT, HOW TO TAKE YOUR AUTHORITY AND and COMMAND THIS POWER TO FLOW THROUGH YOU. THAT TEACHING I DID ON SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY, I OFTEN USED PHILEMON CHAPTER 1, VERSE 6, WHERE PAUL WAS PRAYING A PRAYER FOR PHILEMON, AND HE DIDN'T PRAY THAT GOD WOULD DO SOMETHING NEW, BUT RATHER HE SAYS, I PRAY THAT THE COMMUNICATION OF YOUR FAITH BECOMES EFFECTUAL, THAT MEANS IT BEGINS TO WORK, BY THE ACKNOWLEDGING OF EVERY GOOD THING WHICH IS IN YOU IN CHRIST JESUS. NOW, YOU CAN'T ACKNOWLEDGE SOMETHING THAT DOESN'T ALREADY EXIST. THE WORD ACKNOWLEDGE JUST MEANS TO COME TO REALIZE THE REALITY OF, THE TRUTH OF. IN OTHER WORDS, THE WAY THAT PAUL WAS PRAYING FOR PHILEMON WASN'T, OH, GOD, TOUCH HIM. OH, GOD, DO SOMETHING NEW IN HIM. BUT RATHER, HE WAS SAYING, GOD, HELP HIM TO RECOGNIZE AND ACKNOWLEDGE WHAT YOU'VE ALREADY DONE. AND THE TRUTH IS, THERE ARE PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM TODAY THAT YOU NEED TO BE HEALED IN YOUR BODY, YOU NEED FINANCIAL BLESSING, YOU NEED YOUR MARRIAGE HEALED, YOUR RELATIONSHIPS WITH OTHER PEOPLE HEALED, YOU MAY NEED DIRECTION AND HOPE AND ON AND ON IT GOES, BUT ALL OF THOSE THINGS, GOD HAS ALREADY DONE HIS PART. 
YOU AREN'T WAITING ON GOD TO ANSWER YOUR PRAYER. GOD IS WAITING ON SOMEONE TO BELIEVE WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS, THAT HE'S ALREADY DONE IT. WHEN HE HUNG ON THE CROSS, HE SAID, IT IS FINISHED. HE HAD DONE IT, AND NOW HE IS SEATED AT THE FATHER'S RIGHT HAND. AND THE PEOPLE WHO ARE SEEING THE POWER OF GOD REALLY MANIFEST IN THEIR LIVES AND FLOW THROUGH THEM ARE PEOPLE THAT HAVE LEARNED THAT GOD HAS DONE HIS PART HE HAS DELIVERED THIS POWER AND AUTHORITY TO ME, AND NOW I REACH OUT AND I RELEASE THE HEALING POWER, THE DELIVERING POWER, THE PROSPERITY POWER, THE RELATIONAL POWER THAT GOD HAS PUT ON THE INSIDE OF ME, AND YOU JUST LET GOD FLOW THROUGH YOU. THOSE ARE THE PEOPLE WHO ARE WALKING IN VICTORY. BUT WE'VE GOT MILLIONS AND MILLIONS OF CHRISTIANS THAT BELIEVE GOD CAN DO ANYTHING. THEY DON'T BELIEVE HE HAS DONE ANYTHING, BUT THEY BELIEVE HE COULD DO IT, AND THEY ARE IN THE PROCESS OF BEGGING GOD AND ASKING GOD TO DO SOMETHING, AND THEY DON'T BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS DONE ANYTHING UNTIL THEY CAN SEE IT, till THEY CAN GO TO A DOCTOR AND PROVE IT, till THEY CAN GO TO THE BANK AND WITHDRAW THE MONEY. THEY DON'T BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS DONE ANYTHING. BUT THE TRUTH IS, GOD'S ALREADY DONE HIS PART, AND NOW WE'VE GOT TO BELIEVE THAT GOD HAS DONE IT, HE'S PUT THIS POWER ON THE INSIDE OF US, AND IT'S A MATTER OF US RELEASING WHAT GOD HAS DONE INSTEAD OF TRYING TO GET GOD TO DO SOMETHING NEW. THAT'S MAJOR WHAT I'VE SAID. I'VE SUMMARIZED A LOT OF THINGS RIGHT HERE THAT JUST GOES DIAMETRICALLY OPPOSED TO A TREMENDOUS AMOUNT OF RELIGIOUS TEACHING. YOU KNOW, LET ME JUST ILLUSTRATE THIS IN ONE OF THE POPULAR SONGS THAT WE HAVE TODAY. WE HAVE A SONG ABOUT, I AM DESPERATE from you, FOR YOU. GOD, I'M LOST WITHOUT YOU. AND LET ME MAKE IT CLEAR. I LOVE THE MUSIC. I LIKE THE SOUND. I SING THAT SONG. I DO CHANGE THE WORDS SOME BECAUSE I DON'T, I AM NOT DESPERATE FOR GOD. YOU KNOW, THAT SONG GOES ON TO SAY, YOU KNOW, YOU ARE THE AIR I BREATHE. YOU ARE THE, the FOOD THAT I NEED AND THINGS LIKE THAT. WELL, I AGREE THAT WE SHOULD BE AS DEPENDENT UPON GOD AS WE ARE UPON OUR BREATH. WE SHOULD BE AS DEPENDENT UPON GOD AS WE ARE THE FOOD THAT WE EAT. I AGREE WITH A LOT OF THIS, BUT THAT PHRASE, I'M DESPERATE FOR YOU, LET ME JUST SHARE WITH YOU WHAT THE DICTIONARY SAYS ABOUT DESPERATE. HERE IN, um, THIS IS WEBSTER'S 1820-SOMETHING DICTIONARY THAT IS CLOSER TO THE KING JAMES AND THE WORDS THAT ARE USED THERE PROBABLY THAN WHAT MOST OF US ARE TODAY. BUT HERE'S WHAT THE WORD DESPERATE MEANS. IT'S GOT FIVE DEFINITIONS. ONE OF THEM IS WITHOUT HOPE. WELL, I GUARANTEE YOU, I AM NOT WITHOUT HOPE. NOW, I WOULD BE WITHOUT GOD, BUT I'M NOT WITHOUT GOD. AND SO I DON'T THINK THAT A CHRISTIAN OUGHT TO BE DESPERATE WITHOUT HOPE. YOU'RE JUST LONGING FOR THE THINGS OF GOD. THE SECOND DEFINITION MEANS WITHOUT CARE OF SAFETY, RASH, FEARLESS OF DANGER. WHEN A PERSON IS DESPERATE, THEY DO DESPERATE THINGS. AND SAD TO SAY, WE SHOULDN'T BE UNDER SO MUCH PRESSURE THAT WE ARE GOING TO DO SOMETHING THAT IS ILLOGICAL AND SOMETHING THAT'S IRRATIONAL BECAUSE WE ARE JUST DESPERATE TO CONNECT WITH GOD. THAT'S NOT A GOOD WAY TO DESCRIBE A CHRISTIAN. THE THIRD uh, DEFINITION IS FURIOUS. THE FOURTH DEFINITION IS HOPELESS. DESPAIRED OF, LOST BEYOND HOPE OF RECOVERY, IRRETRIEVABLE, IRRECOVERABLE, FORLORN. AND SAD TO SAY, I BELIEVE THAT THIS IS HOW THE MAJORITY OF PEOPLE WHO SING THIS SONG ABOUT, I AM DESPERATE FOR YOU, THIS IS THE WAY THEY ARE. THEY ACTUALLY 
BECAUSE THEY AREN'T TUNED IN TO GOD AND BECAUSE THEY DON'T UNDERSTAND THE TRUTHS THAT WE'RE TALKING ABOUT, THAT GOD HAS ALREADY PROVIDED AND IT'S A PART OF THE ATONEMENT, WHATEVER IT IS THAT THEY NEED, THEY ARE SEEKING FOR HEALING, FOR PROSPERITY, FOR JOY, FOR PEACE, WITH THIS ATTITUDE OF HOPELESSNESS, DESPAIR. AND WHEN THEY SING THIS SONG, IN A SENSE, IT'S GIVING VENT TO THESE FEELINGS OF FRUSTRATION, HOPELESSNESS. IT'S IRRETRIEVABLE. IT'S, it's uh, IRRECOVERABLE. THEY'RE forlorn, FORLORN WHEN THEY'RE SINGING THIS SONG. AND THAT'S THE WAY THAT THE... I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S TYPICAL OF MOST CHRISTIANS, THAT THIS IS WHERE THEY LIVE. THEY LIVE SAYING, OH, GOD, I'M SICK. OH, GOD, I'M POOR. OH, GOD, I'M STRESSED OUT. OH, GOD, I'M IN FEAR. AND THEY ARE FORLORN. THEY ARE HOPELESS, JUST BEGGING GOD TO DO SOMETHING. THAT IS NOT A GODLY ATTITUDE. AND I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S THE WAY MOST PEOPLE, uh, YOU KNOW, FEEL WHEN THEY'RE SINGING THAT SONG. THE FIFTH DEFINITION OF DESPERATE IS THE ONLY WAY THAT YOU CAN USE THAT WORD IN A POSITIVE WAY. AND IT SAYS, IN A POPULAR SENSE, GREAT IN THE EXTREME. SO IF YOU ARE GOING TO SAY THAT, OH, GOD, I'M DESPERATE FOR YOU. IN OTHER WORDS, I AM IN LOVE WITH YOU in, in, IN THE EXTREME. I AM LONGING FOR YOU IN THE EXTREME. I WANT YOU MORE THAN I WANT ANYTHING ELSE. THEN THAT WOULD BE OKAY. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? AGAIN, I HAVE SEEN MANY, MANY PEOPLE THAT ARE JUST CRYING, AND THEY'RE CRYING BECAUSE THEY'RE SO FRUSTRATED, BECAUSE THEY'RE SO HURT, AND THEY ARE USING DESPERATE IN THE SENSE OF, IT'S HOPELESS. GOD, YOU'RE, YOU KNOW, YOU'RE MY LAST RESORT, AS IF, YOU KNOW, YOU JUST ONLY TURN TO GOD WHEN EVERYTHING ELSE FAILS. THAT'S A WRONG WAY TO DO IT. YOU KNOW, I'VE MINISTERED ON THIS SO MANY TIMES, AND I'VE BEEN FRUSTRATED TRYING TO GET PEOPLE TO SEE THIS PARADIGM SHIFT ABOUT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE HIS PART. WE AREN'T TRYING TO GET GOD TO DO SOMETHING. WE'RE TRYING TO RENEW OUR MINDS AND RECEIVE WHAT HAS ALREADY BEEN PROVIDED FOR US. IN AN EFFORT TO GET THIS POINT ACROSS, I'VE GONE TO TRICKING PEOPLE, AND I'VE DONE THINGS THAT GET THEIR ATTENTION. LIKE, I REMEMBER ONE CHURCH THAT I WAS AT IN uh, WEST VIRGINIA, AND THEY HAD JUST GOTTEN UP AND SUNG THIS SONG ABOUT, OH, GOD, I'M DESPERATE FOR YOU. I'M LOST WITHOUT YOU. I ALWAYS CHANGE THE WORDS TO THAT WHERE I SAY, OH, GOD, I'M IN LOVE WITH YOU, AND I WON'T LIVE WITHOUT YOU. INSTEAD OF SAYING, I CAN'T LIVE WITHOUT YOU AND JUST AMPLIFYING A NEGATIVE SITUATION, I SAY, I WON'T LIVE WITHOUT YOU. I DON'T HAVE TO LIVE WITHOUT GOD BECAUSE HE'S PROVIDED EVERYTHING FOR ME. BUT THEY HAD JUST SUNG THIS SONG, AND I FELT LIKE PEOPLE WERE WERE USING THE WORD DESPERATE FOR YOU. I'M LOST WITHOUT YOU IN THE WORST SENSE OF THE WORD. AND THEY WERE JUST, IN A SENSE, SINGING CHRISTIAN BLUES AND AMPLIFYING THEIR HURTS AND THEIR PAINS. AND SO THEY HAD JUST GOTTEN UP AND TALKED ABOUT, MAN, THEY WERE BEGGING GOD TO COME. OH, GOD, WE ASK YOU TO COME AND BE WITH US TODAY. THEY GOT ME IN A BACK ROOM. AND THEY PRAYED OVER ME. OH, GOD, I ASK YOU TO ANOINT ANDREW TODAY. I ASK YOU TO FLOW THROUGH ANDREW. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I DIDN'T SAY ANYTHING BECAUSE I HEAR THIS A LOT. WHEN I GO INTO CHURCHES, THEY NEARLY ALWAYS WANT TO GET ME AND PRAY OVER ME AND ASK GOD TO COME AND ASK GOD TO ANOINT ME. I DON'T SAY THESE THINGS, BUT I THINK THESE THINGS. I THINK, HEY, IF YOU DON'T KNOW, IF YOU DON'T THINK I'M ANOINTED, AND IF YOU'VE GOT TO ASK GOD JUST FIVE MINUTES BEFORE I GO OUT THERE FOR GOD TO TOUCH ME AND GOD TO ANOINT ME AND GOD TO GIVE ME SOMETHING TO SAY, WELL, THEN WHY DID YOU EVEN ASK ME TO COME? 
SEE, THIS ISN'T HOW I LIVE MY LIFE. I DON'T GO AND SAY, OH, GOD, PLEASE TOUCH ME AND ANOINT ME. WHEN GOD CALLED ME TO MINISTER, HE WOULD HAVE BEEN UNJUST TO CALL ME TO PREACH HIS WORD AND NOT ANOINT ME TO DO IT. ANYTHING THAT GOD CALLS YOU TO DO, YOU ARE ALREADY ANOINTED TO DO IT. IT'S NOT A MATTER OF ASKING GOD TO DO IT. IT'S A MATTER OF BELIEVING THAT HE HAS DONE IT, APPROPRIATE IT, AND THEN WALK IN THAT BY FAITH. SEE, WHEN YOU'RE SAYING, OH, GOD, COME AND BE WITH US TODAY AS WE MEET, DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT'S GOT AN ELEMENT OF DOUBT IN IT? IN OTHER WORDS, you're, YOU MAY NOT BE VERBALIZING IT THIS WAY, BUT YOU'RE SAYING THAT IF WE DON'T PRAY AND IF WE DON'T ASK GOD, HE WON'T BE WITH US TODAY. AND THEN WE PRAY AS WE LEAVE THE CHURCH. WE SAY, OH, GOD, GO WITH US THROUGHOUT THIS WEEK AND JUST BLESS US WHEN THE BIBLE SAYS THAT I'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU NOR FORSAKE YOU. THERE'S, there's DOUBT IN THE WAY THAT PEOPLE PRAY. OH, GOD, COME WHEN HE SAYS, WHERE TWO OR THREE ARE GATHERED TOGETHER, THERE I AM IN THE MIDST OF THEM. OH, GOD, GO WITH US THIS WAY. HE SAYS, I'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU NOR FORSAKE YOU. LET ME JUST SAY THIS. I'M SAYING IT IN LOVE. I KNOW I'M ALREADY RUBBING PEOPLE THE WRONG WAY. I'M GOING AGAINST RELIGIOUS TRADITION, BUT THOSE ARE STUPID PRAYERS. WHY WOULD YOU ASK GOD TO GO WITH YOU IF HE SAID, I'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU NOR FORSAKE YOU? AND YOU CAN TRY AND WHITEWASH THIS ANY WAY YOU WANT TO, BUT YOU KNOW WHY PEOPLE PRAY THAT? IT'S BECAUSE IF THEY DON'T SEE IT, IF THEY DON'T FEEL IT, THEY DON'T BELIEVE IT'S EXIST. AND SO THEY FEEL LIKE THEY HAVE TO PETITION GOD. WHEN HE SAYS, I'LL NEVER LEAVE YOU. MY FAVOR IS UPON YOU. WHATEVER YOU SET YOUR HAND UNTO IS BLESSED. AND ON AND ON I COULD GO WITH PROMISES. BUT PEOPLE AREN'T BELIEVING THE PROMISES OF GOD. THEY'RE GOING BY WHAT THEY FEEL. AND SOMETIMES THEY DON'T FEEL THE PRESENCE OF GOD. THERE'S MANY TIMES IN CHURCH SERVICES THAT IF NOBODY JUMPS A PEW, IF NOBODY SCREAMS AND SHOUTS, IF NOBODY FALLS ON THE GROUND, IF NOBODY GETS HEALED, IF NOT ANYTHING VISIBLE HAPPENS, THEN YOU'LL HEAR PEOPLE GO OUT AND SAY, WELL, GOD WASN'T WITHIN A HUNDRED MILES OF THAT PLACE. WHAT THEY'RE DOING IS EXPRESSING WHAT THEY FEEL. WHAT THEY'RE DOING IS EXPRESSING WHAT THEY'RE THINKING IN THEIR OWN MIND, BUT THAT IS NOT WHAT THE WORD SAYS. THE WORD SAYS IF WE GATHER TOGETHER IN HIS NAME, HE IS WITH US. AND SO WE DON'T HAVE TO SAY, OH, GOD, COME AND BE WITH US. HE'S ALWAYS WITH US. NOW, IF YOU WANTED TO SAY THIS, YOU COULD SAY THINGS LIKE, FATHER, WE KNOW THAT YOU SAID YOU'D NEVER LEAVE US NOR FORSAKE US. YOU SAID THAT YOU WOULD ALWAYS BE THERE WHEN THERE'S TWO OR THREE GATHERED TOGETHER IN YOUR NAME, THAT THERE'S A SPECIAL PRESENCE AND ANOINTING OF THE HOLY SPIRIT. AND SO WE BELIEVE THAT. BUT, FATHER, WE DON'T WANT IT TO BE JUST IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM. WE WANTED TO COME INTO THE PHYSICAL. WE WANT YOUR PRESENCE, YOUR POWER, YOUR REVELATION TO AFFECT OUR MINDS AND OUR HEARTS. WE WANT TO SEE PEOPLE'S LIVES CHANGED. NOW, SEE, IF YOU PRAY THAT WAY, I BELIEVE THAT THAT'S SCRIPTURAL. BUT, SEE, THAT'S A PRAYER OF FAITH, JUST RELEASING YOUR FAITH AND BELIEVING WHAT GOD SAID AND YIELDING YOURSELF SO THAT IT CAN FLOW THROUGH YOU AND MANIFEST ITSELF IN THE PHYSICAL REALM. THAT'S OKAY. BUT TO SAY, OH, GOD, COME. AND THEN IF YOU DON'T SEE ANYTHING SPECIAL HAPPEN, SAY, WELL, GOD WASN'T WITHIN A HUNDRED MILES OF THAT PLACE. SEE, THAT'S UNBELIEF. YOU DON'T BELIEVE THAT GOD DOES ANYTHING UNTIL SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER YOU PETITION HIM, YOU GET HIM TO DO SOMETHING. WHEN YOU SEE A PERSON'S LIFE CHANGED, IT'S NOT WHEN GOD CAME ALIVE. GOD WAS ALIVE THE WHOLE TIME. GOD WAS WANTING TO SET PEOPLE FREE. IT WASN'T GOD WHO WASN'T GIVING. IT WAS PEOPLE THAT WASN'T RECEIVING. LET ME JUST SAY THIS. I KNOW THAT THIS WILL RUB SOME PEOPLE'S RELIGION THE WRONG WAY, BUT IT IS VERY POPULAR 
IN CHRISTIAN CIRCLES FOR PEOPLE TO PRAY FOR REVIVAL. I BELIEVE IN REVIVAL. WE NEED REVIVAL. WE NEED TO SEE PEOPLE JUST SET ON FIRE FOR GOD, PASSIONATE WITH GOD, PUTTING THE KINGDOM OF GOD FIRST. I AM ALL FOR REVIVAL, FOR THE EFFECTS OF REVIVAL, BUT I DISAGREE ON THE WAY IT COMES. BASICALLY, PEOPLE ARE SAYING REVIVAL COMES BY PLEADING, OH, GOD, COME AND SEND REVIVAL. AND THERE ARE... I COULD GIVE YOU MANY EXAMPLES OF PEOPLE I KNOW THAT HAVE TAUGHT PEOPLE AND SAYS, WE NEED TO GET HUNDREDS OF PEOPLE, THOUSANDS OF PEOPLE. I CAN THINK OF ONE THING THAT ACTUALLY HAD OVER A MILLION PEOPLE THAT TOOK DIFFERENT TIMES DURING THE DAY SO THAT 24 HOURS A DAY, MILLIONS OF PEOPLE WERE PRAYING AND BEGGING GOD FOR REVIVAL. AND THIS HAS HAPPENED, I MEAN, DECADES AGO, AND WE STILL HAVEN'T SEEN THE EFFECTS OF REVIVAL THE WAY THAT THE PRAYERS HAVE BEEN GOING. JUST PRAYING AND BEGGING GOD FOR REVIVAL IS NOT THE WAY TO GET IT. SEE, WHEN YOU ARE SAYING, OH, GOD, PLEASE SEND REVIVAL, I ACTUALLY... YOU KNOW, EVERYTHING I'M TEACHING AGAINST, I HAVE DONE. SO PLEASE DON'T THINK THAT I'M SITTING HERE CRITICIZING OTHER PEOPLE. I'M JUST TRYING TO GET US TO GO TO A DIFFERENT LEVEL TO SEE THINGS FROM A DIFFERENT WAY, AND IT HAS RADICALLY TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. I BELIEVE IT WOULD HELP YOU, TOO. BUT WHEN I FIRST GOT TURNED ON TO THE LORD, I STARTED THESE ALL-NIGHT PRAYER MEETINGS. WE PRAYED FOR REVIVAL. WE BEGGED GOD. WE THOUGHT THAT YOU HAD TO CRY. YOU HAD TO PLEAD. I REMEMBER ONE TIME I WAS LEADING A PRAYER SERVICE, AND I MEAN, IT WAS LATE AT NIGHT, PROBABLY 2, 3 IN THE MORNING. IT WAS, YOU KNOW, LONG AFTER CHURCH SERVICE. THIS WASN'T JUST A TYPICAL PRAYER. I MEAN, WE WERE PRAYING ALL NIGHT LONG. AND I WAS PRAYING, AND I LIVED IN ARLINGTON, TEXAS AT THE TIME, AND I WAS PRAYING FOR GOD TO POUR OUT HIS SPIRIT. AND I LITERALLY SAID THIS OUT OF MY MOUTH. I WAS PRAYING AND JUST SAYING, OH, GOD, COME. OH, GOD, MOVE. OH, GOD, POUR OUT YOUR SPIRIT. AND I LITERALLY SAID THIS. I SAID, GOD, IF YOU LOVE THE PEOPLE IN ARLINGTON, TEXAS, HALF AS MUCH AS I DO, WE WOULD HAVE REVIVAL. AND AS SOON AS I SAID THAT, MAN, I JUST... <laughs> REALIZED, WHAT AM I SAYING? AM I CLAIMING THAT I LOVE THE PEOPLE IN THIS TOWN MORE THAN GOD DOES? THAT IF GOD WOULD JUST GET AS COMPASSIONATE AS I AM, THAT HE WOULD POUR OUT HIS SPIRIT? AND AS SOON AS I SAID THAT, I KNEW THAT, MAN, SOMETHING WAS SERIOUSLY WRONG WITH THE WAY I WAS APPROACHING GOD. BUT THIS IS WHAT MOST PEOPLE ARE DOING. WHEN THEY PRAY FOR THEIR RELATIVES, IT'S BASICALLY SAYING, OH, GOD, I LOVE THIS PERSON. I LOVE THEM MORE THAN YOU LOVE THIS PERSON. WOULD YOU PLEASE? YOU HAVE TO BEG. AND IF IT WASN'T FOR YOU BEGGING AND PLEADING FOR GOD TO POUR OUT HIS SPIRIT, HE'D JUST LET THESE PEOPLE GO TO HELL. IF IT WASN'T FOR THE GREAT INTERCESSORS THAT BEG GOD TO DO ALL OF THESE THINGS. I'M SAYING THAT THAT'S A WRONG ATTITUDE. I'M SAYING THAT GOD WANTS TO POUR OUT HIS SPIRIT AND SEE THE EFFECTS OF REVIVAL MORE THAN ANY PERSON WHO IS PRAYING FOR REVIVAL. GOD LOVES YOUR LOVED ONES MORE THAN YOU DO. IT'S NOT EVEN A COMPARISON. GOD LOVES OUR LOVED ONES INFINITELY MORE THAN ANY OF US DO. YOU DO NOT HAVE TO BEG GOD TO SAVE THAT PERSON, TO POUR OUT HIS SPIRIT, TO TOUCH THEM. OH, GOD, REVEAL YOURSELF TO THEM. YOU DON'T HAVE TO DO THAT. GOD LOVES THEM MORE THAN YOU DO. YOUR PLACE IN PRAYER, AND I'M GOING TO DEAL WITH THIS AS WE GO THROUGH THIS SERIES, I'LL BE TALKING ABOUT WHAT IS THE PROPER WAY 
TO PRAY FOR A PERSON. I'M NOT GOING TO DO THAT RIGHT NOW, BUT I'M SAYING THAT THE WAY WE ARE DOING IT, WHERE WE ARE IMPUNING GOD'S CHARACTER AND SAYING, OH, GOD, IF YOU LOVED THESE PEOPLE HALF AS MUCH AS I DID, YOU WOULD MOVE. THAT'S WRONG. GOD HAS ALREADY COMMENDED HIS LOVE TOWARDS US. GOD WANTS PEOPLE SAVED MORE THAN YOU AND I WANT IT. GOD WANTS REVIVAL MORE THAN YOU AND I WANT REVIVAL. IT IS NOT AN OPPORTUNITY TO BEG AND PLEAD WITH GOD TO MOVE. AND YET THIS IS WHAT MOST PEOPLE ARE DOING. MOST PEOPLE ARE THINKING THAT GOD WOULDN'T DO ANYTHING IF IT WASN'T FOR OUR PRAYERS AND IF IT WASN'T FOR US PLEADING WITH HIM, THAT HE'S SITTING IN HEAVEN WITH HIS ARMS FOLDED SAYING, NOPE, YOU'RE TOO, YOU'RE TOO CARNAL, YOU'RE TOO uh, SINFUL, I'M NOT GOING TO MOVE UNTIL YOU GET ANOTHER 100,000 PEOPLE TO AGREE AND PRAY, AND HE'S SITTING THERE JUST, YOU KNOW, WITH HIS HANDS FOLDED AND ARMS FOLDED DOING NOTHING. NO, IT'S NOT LIKE THAT. GOD'S GOT HIS ARMS OUT LOOKING THROUGHOUT THE WHOLE EARTH AND TRYING TO FIND SOMEBODY WHO WILL ALLOW HIM TO FLOW THROUGH THEM. GOD IS WANTING TO SEND REVIVAL. GOD IS WANTING TO TOUCH PEOPLE'S LIVES MORE THAN YOU OR I ARE WANTING IT. IT IS NOT US BEGGING GOD. IT'S US YIELDING TO GOD AND ALLOWING HIM TO FLOW THROUGH US. IT SAYS IN EPHESIANS CHAPTER 3, I'LL BE DEALING WITH THESE VERSES MORE AS WE GO THROUGH THIS, BUT IN VERSE 20, NOW UNTO HIM WHO IS ABLE TO DO EXCEEDING ABUNDANTLY ABOVE ALL WE ASK OR THINK ACCORDING TO THE POWER THAT WORKS IN US. SEE, MOST PEOPLE JUST PUT A PERIOD RIGHT THERE AND THEY SAY, uh, UNTO HIM WHO IS ABLE TO DO EXCEEDING ABUNDANTLY ABOVE ALL WE ASK OR THINK, PERIOD. AND THEY WILL SAY, GOD IS ABLE. BUT NO, IT'S ACCORDING TO THE POWER THAT WORKS IN US. IT'S NOT GOD THAT'S GOT HIS ARMS FOLDED SAYING, I'M NOT GOING TO MOVE. NO, GOD IS LIKE THIS. IT'S US WHO HAVEN'T BEEN LETTING HIM FLOW THROUGH US ACCORDING TO THE POWER THAT WORKS IN US. SO INSTEAD OF US PETITIONING GOD AND SAYING, OH, GOD, POUR OUT YOUR SPIRIT, AND OH, GOD, MOVE, WHAT WE NEED TO DO IS FIND OUT WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY DONE. WE NEED TO FIND OUT HOW HE HAS ALREADY EMPOWERED US WE NEED TO BELIEVE AND TAKE WHAT IS ALREADY OURS, GO OUT AND START USING IT. YOU GO SEE SOMEBODY RAISED FROM THE DEAD. YOU START SEEING BLIND EYES OPEN AND DEAF EARS OPEN, AND I'LL GUARANTEE YOU, YOU'LL HAVE ALL OF THE REVIVAL THAT YOU CAN HANDLE. IT'S NOT OUR PLACE TO SAY, OH, GOD, PLEASE POUR OUT YOUR SPIRIT. IT'S OUR PLACE TO SAY, GOD, I, SHOW ME WHO I AM, WHAT I HAVE. HELP ME TO LEARN HOW TO RELEASE IT, AND LET ME BE YOUR MOBILE OFFICE. THAT, MAN, EVERYWHERE I GO, I AM JUST SEEING THE SICK HEALED. I'M SEEING PEOPLE TRANSFORM. AND YOU START GETTING THAT ATTITUDE THAT, FATHER, YOU LOVE THESE PEOPLE. YOU'VE PUT THIS POWER IN ME. HELP ME TO LEARN HOW TO USE IT AND RELEASE THIS POWER. AND YOU GET THAT ATTITUDE, AND YOU'LL START SEEING REVIVAL. YOU'LL START SEEING PEOPLE'S LIVES CHANGE. BUT THIS ATTITUDE OF, OH, GOD, YOU CAN DO ANYTHING, BUT YOU HAVE DONE NOTHING. WOULD YOU PLEASE DO SOMETHING? THAT'S NOT GOING TO GET IT DONE. YOU'VE GOT TO START REALIZING THAT YOU'VE ALREADY GOT IT. EVERYTHING YOU'RE ASKING FOR, GOD HAS ALREADY PUT ON THE INSIDE OF YOU IF YOU'RE A BELIEVER, AND IT'S NOT A MATTER OF YOU PETITIONING GOD AND GETTING GOD TO DO SOMETHING. IT'S A MATTER OF YOU FINDING OUT WHAT HE'S ALREADY DONE. AS PHILEMON 1-6 SAYS, THE COMMUNICATION OF YOUR FAITH BECOMES EFFECTUAL BY THE ACKNOWLEDGING OF EVERY GOOD THING THAT IS IN YOU, EVERYTHING THAT'S ALREADY IN YOU. I'M OUT OF TIME TODAY, BUT I WILL BE TEACHING ON THIS AGAIN TOMORROW, AND I'VE GOT A LOT TO SHARE. THIS IS MY BOOK. 
entitled, You've Already Got It. I've also got it in Spanish. And then we've got a study guide that is in English and a study guide in Spanish. And then I have DVDs and CDs all teaching on this same thing. Listen to our announcer as he gives you all of this information and please call or write today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College are making a difference in lives around the world. Before hearing of Andrew Womack, Cindy Mazes underwent intense chemotherapy to overcome the diagnosis of cervical cancer. Years later, she discovered that the side effects from all the treatment would be another war altogether and decided to put the teachings of Andrew Womack into practice by speaking to her body. My body had to respond to my words again. I started to use the scriptures that I found in the Word and that I heard from the teachings of Andrew. And I started to walk in my living room, just speaking them, blessing myself with them. It took me four and a half hours to do that, but I did it. Today, she is completely healed. To see Cindy's full healing journey, visit awmi.net today. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd like to encourage you to check out our Gospel Truth TV. You've got well-known people on there like Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, Jesse Duplantis, Keith Moore, and it's a safe place to be. You are going to be blessed. So check it out. It's 24-7, gospeltruth.tv. Andrew's complete teaching titled, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'd really like to encourage you to get this teaching that I've entitled, You've Already Got It. I've got this in book form. We also have a study guide, which is the same material as the book. It's just reformatted so that you can teach other people. It's made for Sunday school, Bible studies, and things like that. And then I also have DVDs that were taken from my television teaching on this, and then CDs that were taken from a meeting. But this teaching on You've Already Got It is probably one of the most radical things that I teach. And when you get born again, He placed on the inside of you everything that you will ever need. Before you ever had the need, God had already made the supply. And that's what this teaching is all about. I've seen thousands of people set free through it, and I believe that this would really, really make a difference in your life. So check it out in book form, CDs, DVDs, or study guide. We also have this in Spanish, but please get this teaching on You've Already Got It. Andrew's book, You've Already Got It, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. 
If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. 